Tim. Rich. Flip the switch with Tim and Rich. We're back here, episode number 23. Uh, it's our Jordan episode, so we're excited about this one. Yeah, that's awesome because I like I turned 23 next month, so it's yeah, my Jordan I, year. I got a few months left, but uh, we're going to get into a bunch of stuff. It was a busy week. Uh, I'm going to answer a question from Chat My Ass or from Q&A last week, and I think I have an answer for it now. Uh, I didn't have one last week, so I'm going to re-answer that. And I'm going to talk about funny shit I heard on podcasts throughout the week. Uh, We're going to get into some stories that's happened, like current events, political news, uh, busy week in the uh, news this week. So we're going to get into that. NFL playoffs, wild card weekend, didn't disappoint. We're going to break those games down from last weekend, uh, get into Q&A, three questions like always, and chat my ass. Let's get it. And we're live. What's up to you, Rich? What's going on, man? Not much. Chilling. Episode 23. It's our Jordan episode. So, congrats to us. Gotta be the best. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're gonna make it good for you guys, like always. I'm feeling a little under the weather, if you guys couldn't tell. Uh, my voice is kind of gone, and I'm kind of stuffed up, and I was hoping I got over it before Friday. I mean, I've had it since, like, Sunday, probably. I've had allergies all week, too, like, at least since Monday. My lips have been chapped, all that shit. Oh, that's the worst, like, when you're breathing through your mouth instead of your nose? Yeah, it's bad. It is bad. Uh, So Tommy's sitting there on this podcast. He's playing a little Star Wars. Uh, He said he's not going to say much, but he might hop in when we get into sports later on. So be ready for that. So last week in Q&A, we had a question about New Year's resolutions and uh, shit like that. And I don't think we really gave a solid answer. So I wanted to retouch on that and re-answer that question. Um, I think resolutions are cliché. But I also think it's good for people uh, to have, like, that extra little boost. jolt of motivation. Yeah, you know? a little boost. I agree. I agree. I mean, in a lot of people's, it doesn't last very long. Uh, I mean, usually at the gym, you see March, April, maybe May. Maybe. Yeah, maybe May. Uh, it's starting to die down, and people are getting off the kick. But I respect it. And if it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't have tried to like start my health and uh my goals and like my journey a few years ago uh it was kind of like a new year's resolution so you know i I respect it i really Mm -hmm. do and i feel bad for like not saying much about it last week but i really do respect it and what are a couple goals you have for this year like what what are your resolutions for this year did you have any or I mean, I just want to learn as much as I can every, like, every, not only, like, just this year, but every day and going forward for the rest of my life. I think that's a good resolution to have for, like, a long-term resolution. Like, at least, like, every day I want to learn something that I didn't know, like, yesterday, the day before. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, I totally agree with that. Uh, if I had a resolution, or a few resolutions, I would say that I want to learn more about politics and uh, the government and local politics. I don't really know much about that. Mm -hmm. So I think I know more about like federal and international politics. So to learn more about local politics, I think that would be pretty interesting. Yeah. Maybe get more involved. That'd be cool. Yeah. Get more involved for sure. Um, Um, 
what else? Yeah, I know we talk about it a lot at work, so. Oh, hope, yeah. hope I know you ask me some questions every now and then, so hopefully I give you. Hopefully I can be. Like, give you some inform information that you didn't yeah. know before. Well, here's the thing: like when it comes to local politics, it's like it's kind of harder to find things or like policies that they want to implement online for sure. Yeah, online, like it's it's a lot harder to find stuff about local politics than like uh, national politics, you know, federal and international politics. So, you know, it's hard to learn, but I think it would be interesting to learn. And uh, like you said, get more involved in it. Uh, Another goal, I think I want to lose some more weight. I've been trying to diet pretty hard. I actually went carnivore for probably like a week and a half. How was that? I mean, it was all right. You know, only meat. What'd you eat? I only ate meat and eggs, like animal products and cheese. Cheese. That's all I ate for like. What kind of meat do you eat? I ate a lot of red meat. Uh, I ate some chicken. And I I used condiments. Yeah, I I ate some steak. I used condiments just because, you know, I'm about that. Mm -hmm. So I'm a big fan of condiments. Excuse my voice. Seriously, I got like. A cough and everything going on but uh yeah i'd like to lose some more weight this year um it's all right we love you anyways bro <laughs> i know they love me i know it <laughs> you ain't gotta tell me twice <laughs> so do you follow bert uh on instagram no nah, i still didn't follow him bro you need to follow him I'm, just, I'm gonna do it right this second he had a story the other day uh he was sitting in a hot tub smoking a cigar and he was like he was like, I know you didn't ask, but uh, I'm going to tell you anyways. And <laughs> he was, like, videoing himself in the hot tub, smoking a cigar. And he, like, went over his back and showed his bare ass. Like, he was butt naked in the fucking hot tub. He That's was talking uh, on his story that his daughter puts her socks and shoes on, like, sock, shoe, sock, shoe. Instead of, like, shoe, shoe, socks, or sock, sock, <laughs> shoe, shoe. That's weird. How do you do it? I don't do sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Tommy, what do you do? Sock, sock, shoe, shoe. I, I think that, I feel like that's the only way to do it. I feel like that's like. I mean, that's. I feel like that's the main way. Like the majority. The most way. popular way. I mean, like, I feel like the outlier would be to be sock shoe. Oh, sock for shoe. sure. <laughs> like I feel like ninety nine percent of people do sock, sock, shoe, shoe. When it comes down to it, I highly recommend you guys following him. He's he's got some pretty funny shit. One time, him, I think it was like a couple weeks ago. Him and uh, Tom, they had a episode of one, Two Bears One Cave, and they were talking about Joey Diaz and like his shit stories. Did you hear that episode? Yeah, yeah they were I talking did. about how he like shits in the shower. Yeah, and he picks it up and throws it in the toilet. And his wife caught him doing it one time. <laughs> He's like, I can't do that no more. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, like, I've been, I don't think I've ever shit in the shower. This is hard. Yeah, definitely not. Have you ever shit in the shower, Tommy? No. Tommy, go far left and then far right. Far left of the platform. You know this blows you, right? Yes, that's what I'm saying. It blows you right. Tommy's running some uh, Star Wars. No, you stupid... Oh Why don't you God. jump right down? No, like, jump straight left. down. Jump left. There you go. And now uh, jump far right. 
Not oh. no, not that far, damn it. All right, anyways. But uh, you hear the podcast Joe Rogan with Michael Malice? Yes. I think that's how you... I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name or not. I think, I think it is, but yes. Dude, that was pretty interesting. Like, they said a lot of cool stuff about, like, sea animals and how, like, octopuses or octopi. I don't know how you would say that. But yeah. uh, they only have, like, a one-year lifespan. Yeah, so I feel like I don't feel as bad for eating them now. But even though they're, like, really smart... Have you ever tried that? Yeah, for sure. What? It's good. Wait, no. Calamari is squid, so I guess it's kind of like octopus, but like... I guess it's like the same family, but it's not... Not really, but octopuses are really smart. I can't believe they only have a one-year lifespan. Like, that's insane. Yeah. They were talking about some other cool shit, like... What different kinds of mushrooms do to you. And like... They were talking about people having trips and like living... A whole different life for three months in advance. Ari? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was about Ari. Yeah, that's crazy. What podcast was... He was on Joe Rogan. That was either was Red Band or... I think he did say that. I think he said Ray Band videotaped it. Red Band. Red Band. Yeah. Ray Band. <laughs> Throw these shades on. Block out these haters. <laughs> Have you seen the video? Of what? Of Ari? No. Chipping on those? No, I did not. Did you? No, I didn't see it. I was, I thought about looking it up earlier after uh, I heard the podcast about him talking about it, mm-hmm. but I I never did. I, I think that'd be weird to see. He said that he was like disoriented afterwards, and he he was kind of violent. Yeah, yeah, he was violent because he was like, he was like, where the fuck? Like, yeah, you you woke up where you're like, what fucking year is it? And like, you don't know where the fuck you are. But like, if you have a lot of people around, you're like. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Who was? Do you know who all was there? Uh, no. Besides Rogan and Redman. 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 No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get his name right. You struggling? <laughs> Rayman. Rayman. <laughs> Redman. What's that uh, villain on SpongeBob? Oh fuck, I don't know. Um, shit, I don't know either. Let's get one? into the news. Let's let's give a. Uh, Let's give you guys some news stories. Shit that's happened throughout the week. We had a shit ton of stuff that happened this week. Dude, it was busy as fuck. And we're going to break it down to you guys. So, let's get it. Mm-hmm. Let's get into the news. I got five stories to bring up. Hell yeah. Start it off. So, this week we had... Epstein autopsy photos released mm-hmm. more than what was re- released before uh, when it first all the shit broke and there was some pictures showing that the mark around his neck was thicker than they think anything in the cell could have been so it's looking more like the, he got strangled like people were uh, thinking before so yeah, I mean, I I think it's pretty obvious that he got murdered. I mean, like, even people that are usually skeptical about conspiracy theories are pretty, like, they're like, yeah, I mean, it's... It's one of the more sketchy situations like that. It's one of the more probable killings, like, murders, that people try to cover up. Because there's, I mean, everybody wanted him dead, like, big guys. The uh, that Michael Malice guy on Rogan, yeah, he made a good point. He was like, "So why is there no pictures of him at any of his court dates or anything like being transport transported or yeah. anything like that? Like, there's no pictures of him at all." 
Yeah, like, it's just super weird that he's such a high-profile guy, and there's no like hard evidence showing nothing. Yeah, any kind of storyline or anything of him being in prison. So I thought that was pretty insane. They also found uh, a suicide letter in the cell. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So they found the suicide letter in there. Like, what kind of prisoner is going to have a ballpoint pen to write a fucking letter? Especially when you're on suicide watch. Yeah, you've been on suicide watch multiple times. Mm-hmm. It's like, that doesn't that doesn't make sense. How are you going to let a guy like that get a pen? I mean, it would be hard to kill yourself with a pen. But, like, you could definitely make it happen. You know? I just think... Oh, yeah. I think it's facts that he was murdered. I really do. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, you want to go next? Next story? Uh, yeah, so, like, I think all of you have heard by now. Um, Trump used some drones to kill uh, an Iran general, Soleimani. Soleimani, Soleimani yeah. something like that. Yeah, Soleimani. So, um... I've been waiting to talk about this. Here's the thing. A lot of people are saying that, like, it's not, it's not a good, it's not a good thing that he did it. The dude, like, they see the, his funeral on the news, and they see all the people that were mourning his death, but the fact is that he's a terrorist, and here's the thing that, here's the things that he's planned over the past year. (laughs) Oh, I've been waiting to talk about this. Yeah, like go for, for it. T- just tell people what he has blew been up some oil fields and some oil tankers that were in the Straits of Hormuz. So like Saudi. Yeah, he blew who blew them up. One of then, our allies. One of our allies. Yes, and then he shot down a U.S. drone. Shot one of them down. We didn't do anything about that, and then he decided to catch fire to the U.S. embassy, and that's when Trump was finally was like, "All right, fucker, here we go," and blew that motherfucker up. And apparently after. A few, <coughs> a few of those events, they were warned to stop doing shit. I mean, yeah, for sure. Well, the thing is, we pulled out of the Paris, or not the Paris, fuck, the Iran deal that Obama signed. Let me pause you right here. This was one of my stories, too. Okay. I, I wanted to get into this, so. All right, we'll start. Obama go. signed. Go for it. Do you want to tell them what Obama did? I'll tell you what Obama did. What he did was tried to make a contract saying that they had to put a hold to their military or their nuclear program. Yeah, so stop or, making nuclear bombs. Stop making nuclear bombs. Stop stop putting funds towards that. Just stop. For what, like 10, 15 years? I think it was 10 years. It was just 10 years. So 13 years maybe? Yeah. So that deal was coming to an end anyways. Yeah. Honestly. But it was like he paid. So Obama sent $1.5 billion dollars. Pallets of cash. Pallets of cash on a private fucking jet. Talk about climate change. So (laughs) Iran, that they probably used for the missiles that they launched at us. Yeah, you can't tell me that you give a terrorist-ridden country 1.5... Regime. Yeah, everyone there. Their president. Not everyone there, but the president there. Right, that's what I mean. Like, the dictatorship and the leadership there is like terrorist... They, they definitely have ties for with terrorists, 100%. <laughs> Would you agree that that's one of the most one of the most serious terrorist groups in the whole world? Yes, that besides... I mean, Kim, Kim Jong-un was his own people as far as, like, 
being like complete shit, but like, yeah, he's definitely up there, like that country. When Iran shot down that drone, it's happened between the last now and the last year and a half. Do you know where that happened at? Because I'm not for sure. I think it was like <coughs> either over their country or over Iraq, somewhere in the Middle East. Okay. So, anyways, we kill Soleimani. Uh, we hit him with a precision drone missile. They killed two people, <coughs> him and yeah. the Iraqi terrorist. Yep. So that they were probably planning to sit here and make a terrorist attack. That's they were probably meeting together to plan that for sure. And they did retaliate. This since we talked last week. Okay, let's talk about this so-called retaliation. Right. Let's talk. Quotes, yeah, let's talk quotes. about it. A lot of people are getting the wrong memo from this, and I understand because a Even, lot of the headlines are very misleading. So we're especially gonna in Iran. Especially in Iran, yeah. If you're from Iran and you're listening to this fucking podcast, just to let you know, nobody was killed in that drone strike. Follow Trump on Twitter. Okay. You, you might you might be seeing in your news that 30 people were killed. No, nobody was killed in that strike. Your government called Iraq an hour before the strikes and let us know to get everybody out of there to make sure that nobody got killed because they didn't want us to retaliate and kill everybody and your fucking Ayatollah in three weeks. Because you don't want to fuck with the United States military. Like, I'm sorry, you don't. We're the baddest fucking military in the history of people. For sure. And I, it was a power move, in quotes, <clears throat> on Iran's part, to their people. Oh yeah, that's what they wanted to... They wanted to show that they could retaliate and that they could... I mean, they just wanted to show that they're not, they're not going to back down. And I guess it's... If that's what you can control the media and show that people, sure, but... I mean, CNN was quick to jump to the gun. Like, before anything was official, they of fucking course they released are. that. Of course they are. There's so much to this politics thing. Like, everything's so divided, and I feel like most of the people who uh, don't have... Like, anything Trump says or does, there's people that just don't like him so much that they they don't understand it. They don't look at it more in-depth. Even if it's good, it's bad. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you're telling me that that taking down one of the most prominent terrorists in the world, Middle East especially. Yeah, and he's 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 probably killed over a thousand American citizens, like terrorist wise. Troops and everything. Troops, citizens, anything. And the last straw was he set the America the U.S. embassy in Iraq on fire. Yep. Like that was the last straw. You know, and he what? was like, "Look, that's the thing about Trump. He reestablished deterrence, which is like they threatened to do something, and we're like, all right, if you do that, we're gonna fuck you up a lot worse.' Well, yeah, instead of uh, trying to pay them and off. Like, and like during the Obama administration, they didn't have that. They their strat their foreign policy with them was to either pay them off or go to war with them. It's crazy, and <clears throat> so after Iran." retaliated using the missiles that basically we funded under Obama under Obama 1.5 billion dollars you tell me they didn't use that money towards terrorism and instead of funding their fucking missiles and military program and yeah instead of going using it towards nukes and like using for to make nuclear bombs they used it to for terrorism and to expand their territory across the Middle East yeah, and they definitely did that. I mean, $1.5 billion, that's a lot of fucking money. I mean, at least sure. they didn't drop making nukes because what if they dropped one on us? They tried, but... Yeah. 
we had um, Stuxnet. Yeah, North Korea said they were going to also. Stuxnet's a whole different story. Y'all want to learn about that? Y'all look into it. We're not going to cover that right now. No, we'll have to cover that in a different podcast, though, for sure. Do you know about that? I don't know about that. So I'd be interested to learn about that for sure. That's a lot. That's fine. I got time. So, yeah, when Iran retaliated uh, to the killing of Soleimani, uh, they sent out missiles to a bunch of different Iraq bases. Or uh, Iraq. I, think it, I think it was just two. Was it just two, really? I thought it was more than that. I think it was just two. But anyways, the point is, apparently they accidentally hit a Ukrainian airline. I don't understand how this Ukrainian airline, if it's flying out of Tehran, because it was only in the sky for two minutes before yeah. it got shot down. I guess they shot the missiles and it apparently accidentally hit the airline but they won't release the black box which is like what tells what happened basically in the cockpit there's something like that in a cockpit yeah it records the conversations that the pilots have and seriously like, and all of the electronics for real in the plane yeah i've never heard of that yeah that's what they try to recover when planes go down to see what the fuck happened huh so who ca- who got who captured it? Iranians? Yeah, the Iran military. But like, I'm pretty sure Boeing can see that at their headquarters. So like, you'll probably see, hear something from Boeing here in the next few weeks. I'll be interested to see what actually happened there. But what pisses me off is people blaming the United States or slash Trump for the uh, shooting down of the aircraft. And this aircraft, it contained a hundred... That's actually my chat, my ass, this week. Is it? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it then. (laughs) But anyways, the numbers on the plane, it was 177, I want to say, 180-something. Somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah, it was was pretty high up there, and it contained a lot of different people from a few different countries. So who knows how other countries are going to feel about that, and are they going to be salty at the U.S. for causing iran to retaliate or are they going to be upset with iran saying that they didn't need to shoot missiles anyways especially if it was a fucking fluke i've seen a few like 11 canadians died or something on the plane oh shit yeah so i seen justin trudeau came about it came out and was talking about it and he blamed iran for it so that's good that's i think i mean that's what happened so you can't sit here and blame trump for something that the iran military did in their country that we didn't attack Right. Like, we didn't attack... Let's keep in mind, we didn't attack Soleimani in their country. We attacked him in Iraq. That's true. Where he shouldn't be. So, that means it's not considered an assassination because he was in a different country. Exactly. Uh, And we're we're kind of allies with Iraq. I mean, we have a military... I mean, we go in there to the military bases. We helped get Afghanistan out, right? Of Iraq? Uh, I'm not sure. You're not sure how that worked? Yeah, we'll have to do some research on that because that was a really important time in our lives. Like that, that was the war going on, bef- like as we were growing up. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy, and we. I think I would love to learn more about that, honestly. Yeah, we'll, here in a couple of weeks, we'll let you know what we learned about it. I'll do some research for sure. Read a book or two about it. So you know how we feel about that, <laughs> clearly. Yeah. And we're gonna. I gotta. You have a couple more things, too, to uh, bring up in Chats My Ass, so we'll definitely get into that. Yeah. Uh, next story, you want to go, or you, you want me to hit it? 
Go for it. Uh, so there was, I seen a story on Yahoo that 40 suspects were involved in that Mexican cartel massacre uh, that happened down, down south. Wow. Yeah. Apparently there was 40 people involved in a killing of nine citizens, and three were women and six were children. And apparently they thought it was uh, a member of one of their gangs, uh, rival gangs, a rival gang member or something like that. So that's fucking ridiculous. That too. is ridiculous. Apparently these this family or whoever the group of people were like Mormons. So I don't, I'm not really familiar with what a Mormon is, to be honest. Um, couldn't you tell that that wasn't like a rival gang to the cartel though? You would think, but like here's the thing: when polygamy was outlawed in the United States, a lot of Mormons moved to Mexico. Okay. So they could continue to practice it. So the cartel just doesn't like them, or I, do you I, think it was a mistake? I don't know if it was a mistake or not, but a lot of them live in, um, like, towns and stuff that's walled and bordered up to uh, and guarded. Like, they have their own, like, security. Almost. Okay. I've, t- I've talked to a couple people who, uh, they went on vacation down in Mexico, and they said that the city that they're in... Uh, there was like armed guards outlining it and uh, keeping it on lockdown, and I have a feeling that that could have been the cartel. I mean, uh, the Mexican government is definitely corrupted by the cartel. Um, they uh, they have so much money. They have all basically all the money in the country. That's why there's a lot of poverty in Mexico because the Mexico like there the cartel has. A whole lot of the money in the country. I mean, they bring a lot of things to the citizens who have no money. I mean, they no give opportunity. Them, they they basically bring them to Christmas. Right. They they literally bribe them with different events or uh, material things, like like you said, Christmas and uh, just everything. Honestly, and it's crazy to think about how there's not a lot of opportunity in Mexico, but it seems like the only real opportunity for people down there is to join the cartel. If that's when you, if you want to like live a life with money right. and excitement. Yeah, you're right. And, in that country. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. And I feel bad for a lot of people, but the cartel likes to put on a show for like tourists who come down there. They like that shit. Yeah. They, they want to put on a show like they're the good guys and, they can hide in disguise, and we won't even notice. We'll think. It's like the Mexican government or something. Like, they don't want us to know, but they do want us to feel welcome, and they want us to keep coming because the more money that we put into Mexico is more money that they're going to make, I yeah. think. And well, they make money from us anyways from all the drugs that our country buys. Yeah, for sure. It's terrible how there's a lot of people in Mexico starting to put fentanyl and shit and, like, it's making it easier for people to overdose and die in, in pills and heroin. You know that everybody knows that's a problem in this country. It's a huge problem. It might be one of the biggest problems, in my opinion, in the whole country that we've seen in our lifetime. Right, and I understand the wall that uh, Trump has invested a lot of money in. I think they got approved for four point four billion or million. I don't remember which one. Either way, it's a lot of fucking money. A dude we listened to on 
um, Joe Rogan's podcast said that we might have to, the United States might have to intervene within the next five years in Mexico. So, I mean, that, that kind of like. Something Calderon. Ed Calderon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he works with the uh, Mexican government, or he used to. Yeah, and he's, he worked, he lives in the United States now. Yeah, he lives here now, but he, uh, he was a part of that for a long time, and he brought a lot of good information to Joe Rogan's podcast and letting us know how fucked up it is down there, and how much the the how much control the cartel has over the government and everybody down there in the culture. Right, right. It's a lawless culture. I mean, they're gonna take over eventually. There's no stopping them. They captured the Mexican government captured El Chapo Jr. and the cartel literally went there. Talked to him and took him back like no, like nothing ever happened. That's insane. It's crazy to have that kind of power. It is. I could not imagine working for some like some kind of organization like that. But like, like you said, the guy on on Rogan said that we're gonna have to get involved. Probably in his in his opinion, between five to ten years. And I just don't know how I feel about that. Uh, I think that eventually we might have to get involved i agree with him on that but i don't want to you know i don't want it to come to that i mean i don't think anybody wants war i think uh, yeah dude totally right totally right it's just it's a lot of like if say if we wanted war that's a lot of money that we're raking out to go to war and i don't think it's anything that we're pushing for at all but uh i just i don't like the idea of going to war with mexico they're right there a lot of people love going to Mexico, and a lot of United States citizens want Mexico to improve and uh, become a better place, kind of like Canada, you know. Yeah. We got that, that north-south relationship, and I, I like that. I really kind of, do. yeah. I yeah, mean, there's no of. There's no border there. There's, like, a huge, wide-open strip of land. It's crazy how different that is, for sure, though. Like, we wanted to build a big-ass, expensive wall down south, and then up north, it's like, a mile long clearing. I mean, like, not a lot of drugs are coming from Canada, to be fair. I watched a movie on Netflix one time. It was about this kid. He had a he started smuggling weed over from Canada and selling it up okay, north. Okay, well, I'll stand fucking corrected. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was, like, before weed started being legal. Yeah. But eventually he got caught. But he was making bank. Like, he met a guy up in Canada he was going up, sneaking across the border, getting a bunch of weed, coming back across the border, sneaking back, and he had a bunch of friends helping him out with the operation, and it was pretty successful for a long time. He uh, he ended up buying himself like a nice-ass cabin in the woods up north, and uh, he, he was running a, a pretty nice operation, so that was pretty crazy. I wish I could remember what it was called, though. I don't really remember. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, for sure. You got any more stories over there? Uh, yeah, let's see. Check out what we got. Um, I seen that Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, announced that she was, uh, announcing that the House approved a measure that, um, to limit Trump's military action on, uh, Iran without congressional approval. And I'm kind of mixed about it. I, I hate that they're, like, doing it just in spite of Trump because of Trump but I kind of like under I kind of agree with like I don't know if I agree with it but 
it's basically how the United States has been going to all these wars since World War II without con- technically going to war in congressional approval. Because we haven't technically declared war against anybody since World War II. That's crazy. <laughs> not Vietnam, not Korea, not the Gulf Wars, not either of them, not... Afghan War, ISIS. Afghan, not ISIS, nothing. We haven't declared a war. So they're trying to put, like, a limit on the amount of military action Trump can take towards Iran. But, like, here's the thing. The president's always going to have the option to execute a strike against a terrorist in, like, urgent circumstances. Like, you can't get everybody together in an hour to make a decision. Right, right. So, like, you're, the president's always going to have that option. I, I see it. I see why... Uh, you might want to put some kind of uh, second opinion on the matter because it is very serious. But I also see the fact that they've been fucking with us for a long time, so we need to do something now. We need to show them that we're not we're not going to stand for their bullshit. What was the word you used? Deterrence. Deterrence. Yeah. They, like the United States established deterrence, which is like, like I said, it's. They say, oh, we're going to do this to you. And we're just like, all right, if you do that to us, we're going to do this to you. And it's going to be just as, it's going to be twice as bad, if not worse. So don't fuck with us because we're going to fuck you up. It's like the alpha male mentality. As much as that sounds shitty and uh, frat boyish, it's that alpha male mentality. And, you know, we got the toughest military that there is. And,. Now we're not afraid to show that. And I, I respect the fuck out of it. I mean, yeah, this we spend the most money in defense than any other country in the world. So, like, we don't need to be dealing with people's terrorist bullshit just because they think that we're going to put up with it and not retaliate. Right. Because that's what we did under the Obama administration. And I'm not advocating for war or anything like that. No, we don't, just, want, we don't want war. We, no. just want to, we just want to keep them from doing terrorist shit to... Like, that's just not... That's bullshit. And, quit, like, and, we're, not, and we're not calling all Muslim terrorists. We're, right. we, we're not saying that at all. We're just saying that, like, literally setting the U.S. Embassy on fire, shooting down you know, our drones, and fucking expanding throughout the region... In committing terrorist shit. And fucking with our allies on our oil. Exactly. Like, just quit it. Like, that's all we're asking. Like, at any time, you can join the family of nations when you want to quit being terrorists. That's true. My thing is just, we proved a point that you don't want to fuck with us, and I'm not advocating war by any means. I'm just saying... That we had to stand up for ourselves, and I respect anybody that can stand up for themselves uh, and show the other person, like, look, <clears throat> voice crack, like, look, don't do this. You don't want to do this. And I think they realize that. And by the actions that they've had recently, I, I really think that they they do realize that, and they're gonna they're gonna it's, back down. Yeah, especially by letting the Iraqis know exactly yeah, an that's, hour before the missiles. 
percent. They didn't want any Americans, any uh, anybody hurt, any anyone from Iraq hurt, anything like that. Because so, they knew if anybody was hurt, we would come in and their Ayatollah would be dead in three weeks. Right, and the the evidence is there. As much as I'm not advocating for it, it's there that they deserve that, and it was especially that especially Soleimani. Oh yeah, for sure. Talk was, to anybody that served in. in the Marines, a lot of them has had friends and maybe family that has been killed by him. Like, actions and, like, plans by Soleimani. Think of, yeah, think about that because this guy does not deserve to live. And uh, we put it into that. So I, mm-hmm. I really do respect the fuck out of that. Yeah. I really do. Uh, another story that I had I wanted to get into was the Australian wildfires that's been happening recently. Dude, that's so fucking sad. It is. You got a lot of um, a lot of different animal species out there that we don't get to see here at all. Like and, endangered species. Well, like yeah. especially endangered because like the, a lot of animals the Australian government won't allow to export. They they're just just in on the continent of Australia. It's crazy, dude. It really is. Uh, you see pictures of kangaroos with their legs burnt and uh, in cast and everything. In cast, and it's just really sad, you know. There's so many domestic animals, and it's all because I heard that a couple people set the fires. Yeah. At some place, some place in uh, Australia, and it's just spread so far. They didn't expect that to happen, but. Even what's then, the point? That's so fucked up. Like, what's the point in that? That's not fun. Are you serious? Play some Xbox or something. Seriously, that's so fucking stupid. Yeah. You feel bad for the people there losing homes and losing land and all kinds of shit that they worked their whole lives for, and it's all because some idiots fucking set a fire, just fucking around. Yeah, I feel bad for like the fucking wombats and the fucking kangaroos and all that. A lot of exotic animals that we don't see here, yeah. for sure. You got any more stories for us? Uh, yeah. Uh, kind of back to the Pelosi with the whole. Oh well, you know how they're trying to impeach Trump. And, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And the House. Yeah. Already approved it, but she hasn't sent it to the Senate. It's been a while too. It's been like a few weeks at least. A few weeks, probably a month, maybe maybe a little over a month, but still that's since crazy. they decide the House has decided they want to impeach Trump. Well, they haven't sent it to the Senate to decide. Well, Republicans in the Senate and Mitch McConnell have uh, signing a resolution to dismiss the articles of impeachment if uh, Pelosi doesn't hand over the uh, impeachment to the Senate in the next twenty five days. Mitch McConnell proposed that, right? Yes. Isn't he a representative out of Kentucky? He's a senator. Senator? Okay. So, yeah, I mean, how do you feel about that? I think it's awesome. I mean, like, I don't think that if you're going to... I just think it shows, like, how insincere the impeachment is to begin with if, like, you're not going to sit here and... I mean, they rushed it to begin with, so, like, they didn't get all of the witnesses that they could have. And now they're expecting the Senate to basically do their job for them. And get witnesses? Yeah. And bring more witnesses on. Is that what they're waiting for before they turn in the documents? They want a fair trial and for the Senate to agree to bring on more witnesses. 
that they didn't wait for. I just don't understand that. That's kind of on them. Exactly. But they're saying that it's not going to be a fair trial because the Senate's not agreeing basically to do their job for them. Yeah, I definitely disrespect that. Uh, I think that's a good good, um, bring up for McConnell. I think that that looks good on his part. And I think it's going to help out because it's not fair. I heard somebody speculate that she's going to hold the documents for maybe even a couple years into the next election and try to get them impeached then. But I don't think that's possible. I hope not. I don't. I don't like no. Like like I said, I don't think that's legal. Like I don't think that's. I don't know where you heard that, but I don't think that's. Apparently, they're trying that, or they that was a, a speculation of somebody from the right. That, that might ha- they might try to do that. I don't think because, that's gonna, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, in the past, they've brought up former like bill proposals and shit mm-hmm. from like fifty years ago, sixty years ago, trying to get those like re put on ballot to be re reinstated. Mm-hmm. So it's like you never know what they're up to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I yeah, I, I don't see that happening personally. Yeah, I don't either. I don't, I don't think it's realistic at all. But uh, yeah, that's crazy. Ready to get into some sports news? Wild card weekend? Um, yeah. Uh, I, I just want to say, well, I also want to, like, another thing I've seen is, like, United States made it, uh, what, nationwide that you had to be 21 to buy tobacco products now? Oh, yeah. That's crazy. That's definitely a big one. It went into effect, um, sometime this month. That's crazy. Our last month. Yeah, yeah, that... It is crazy, you know. I mean, I see a lot of people posting out that you're you're old enough to fight in the war or fight in the military, but you're not old enough to smoke cigarettes. And I mean, I get it, but it's like the same concept as alcohol. It's the same thing, you know. Well, then you have co- companies like U-Haul saying that if you want to work for that company, you can't smoke cigarettes or vape. They're testing for like nicotine, aren't they? I don't know if they're testing for it, but they're saying that like you can't. I think I heard that they're testing for nicotine. That's like ridiculous. every so, every so often. That's ridiculous. For sure. All right, let's get into some sports. Let's do it. Let's break down Wild Card Weekend. All right, start it off. It was a good one to say the least. Uh, it had me on my feet, and I don't even have any rooting interest in this shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, so we had first game I wanted to break down for you: Seahawks Eagles. Let's break that shit down because it was a close one. I think it was seventeen to nine, eight point game, and we basically had to control the whole game, though. That's kind of how I felt. It was like a dominant performance uh, on the mo- for the most part by DK fucking Metcalf. What do you have over one hundred sixty yards in his first playoff game? He's a fucking animal. He set the record for uh, most receiving yards in a playoff game for a rookie. So that's pretty impressive. And at the beginning of the season, you said if Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf can get that connection down, get a connection, Kittle or relationship, that you guys are going to be good. And that really showed in the first round. I really think I really think so. And the Eagles went down. Uh, Carson Wentz went down. Yeah, I feel bad for him. I heard that he had some like memory loss and like I heard it was a lot more serious than everybody anticipated. Yeah, I feel I feel bad for him. So hopefully he recovers. Hopefully he gets back out there. I really respect Carson. I think he's a good player. And who do the Seahawks have next round? Uh, we have the um, 
Who do we, we have the Vikings Sunday. No, no, no. We have the Packers. Packers, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have the Packers, Packers Sunday. Tommy, who you got? Seahawks, Packers, who you got? Uh, Seattle. Seattle? For sure. Tommy's I, got Seattle. I hope so. Who you got? Hopefully Seattle. I'm pulling for Seattle. I'm pulling I'm pulling for him in that, in that one. Uh, the next game we had I wanted to talk about was the Titans versus the Patriots. I think everybody wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Pats go down in the wild card weekend, first time in 10 years. That's awesome. I, I couldn't it. be more stoked. Uh, the Titans come out hot. Ryan Tannehill's been hot most of the last half of the season. He didn't have a big game, but you know Derrick Henry broke out again. Dude, he's massive. He was running all over him. He had 200-plus rushing yards or total yards maybe. Either way. Dude, he like he falls forward for five yards even if he gets hit the line of scrimmage. I mean, he's like 6'4", two high 200s, 240, I'm going to look that shit up because I really want to know. I say 235. That's what I'm guessing. What I say? 240. Derrick Henry, 6'3", 247 pounds. Jesus. Of muscle. That's a man. Of 247 pounds of tank coming at you every single play. I think Ryan Tannehill threw eight passes that game. But another player I wanted to talk about from Tennessee was um, A.J. Brown. That rookie receiver. receiver. That receiver. You were saying something about him. I've been talking about him most of the most of the season, most of the last half of the season, and that motherfucker's good. Me he and T Rich were talking earlier. I don't even know who we could compare him to, but he's got Megatron like size, um, built wise. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know how tall he is. I don't think he's exactly how tall Megatron was, but uh that he is he's got some size to him. And I think the Titans are in good hands, and they have a really good matchup against the uh, the Ravens Saturday night, and I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, I'm. I, hopefully, I can tune into that. Eight fifteen, I think, is the kickoff. Then yeah, I should be able to. So Tommy, Ravens Titans. Who are you going with? For sure, Baltimore. Unless we don't fuck something up. You know, Tommy is a Baltimore fan now that Lamar's there and killing it, and uh, he's going Baltimore. Who are you going? I'm going Baltimore for sure. I like Lamar. I think Lamar is going to kill it. I don't know if the I don't know if the Titans uh, defense can contain him. I think the Derrick Henry is going to have his way, but uh, I'm going with the Ravens coming out on top. Hell yeah! Next game I wanted to talk about was the Texans versus Bills, an overtime matchup, an absolute thriller. What a great game. That was a good game. Of course, the Bills couldn't pull it out. They haven't won a game since we've been alive. They, they A playoff game. They haven't won a playoff game. But, yeah, it's insane. Yep. And the decisions Josh Allen was making towards the end of the game are very questionable. He's young. He's a young guy. Uh, I think he's going to be just fine. But um, you have to be aware in that situation, you know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot on the line. Especially like when you know, like you said, that they haven't won a playoff game in our lifetime. So it's been a very long time. Since so, 1995. 1995? That's yep. crazy. How about that that uh, play Deshaun Watson had towards the end of the game? That was ridiculous. I thought he was sacked for sure. You got to wrap up. Hey, Tommy, you grab me a beer, please? For sure. You got to wrap him up, though. In, you have him in the backfield. Five, ten-yard loss. 
and you can't bring them down. It's just that that's really what lost him the game. They throw a swing route out to the backup running back. He gets it down within the ten yard line, and you know the uh, the Texans going to win that game. And the Texans have, I believe, the Chiefs this week. What, what are you going on that one, Tommy? You taking mm. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, or are you taking Deshaun Watson and the Texans? Ah, mm. uh, to be for real with you, I'm going with the Chiefs for sure. Who you think is going to be the biggest game changer in that game for the Chiefs? You think it's Tyreek Hill? Or do you think it's Patrick Mahomes? Tyreek Hill. You think he's sure. going to go off? I think he's about to go off. I mean, I guess if Patrick Mahomes goes off, Tyreek Hill goes off. Or if Tyreek Hill goes off, Patrick Mahomes goes off. But uh, I, I'm definitely going with the Chiefs. What do you think, T. Rich? Um, Chiefs, Texans. I, I, don't, think, I don't know. It's going to be crazy. I think it's at uh, Kansas City Stadium. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely going to be the Chiefs. All right. Uh, next game I want to break down. Vikings versus Saints, another overtime thriller. That, that fucking pissed me off. Dude, I'm pretty sure that was definitely a pass interference. For sure. For on sure. who? On who? Kyle on, Rudolph? Yeah, an offensive pass interference in the, in the corner of the end zone. He pushed off. You could see the corner just, like, fucking get pushed back. His head flinches back. I definitely think it was offensive pass interference, but it's hard to say if it was enough to call it in that situation. I think it was, for sure. It's just, I, I definitely think that it was an offensive pass interference. I really do. Uh, but in the end, the Saints blow it again three years in a row, and the Vikings come out on top. They have Seattle. No, no, they don't have Seattle yet. The Vikings had the 49ers tomorrow, actually. Yep. I think it's the day game, uh, Saturday. I think it's the 3-15 kickoff, maybe. 4-35. Uh, yeah, so who, who are you pulling for in that one, Tommy? 49ers, Jimmy G, Debo Samuel, uh, Nick Bosa, or are you pulling for the, the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook's been killing it. Who are you going with? I want the upset. You going for the ups? You going for the Vikings? For sure. So you think the Vikings are going to go into San Francisco and pull out the W against one of the best teams in the NFL? For sure, that's one of the choke times for good teams. I mean, you going with the outlier on this one? I think I'm going. I mean, I I mean, I respect it. I mean, I think it could definitely happen. Because my theory is, I'm scared of the 49ers. We beat them by a field goal when we played them. A field goal. And I don't want that to happen again with the odds of him missing or we're not getting to the field goal and able to kick one. So I want them gone. So you think – so you oh, you want the 49ers out. For sure. Okay. I, I respect that. Uh, I think Dalvin Cook, he's good. He's good as hell. But I just think that the 49ers defense might just shut him down. And I think Kirk Cousins is going to have to rely a lot more on Adam Thielen to make big plays. And I really, I do think that's doable. I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I'm gonna pull. I think I'm gonna pull with the 49ers on this one. I think 49ers are gonna pull it out at home. Uh, big, a big opportunity for Jimmy G and the 49ers to show if they're really about it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think the 49ers are gonna pull it out. Um, I think Jimmy G, he's the real deal. I think they have. A massive receiver in Debo Samuels. 
Um, he's a beast. I think that running game is ridiculous. I think they can pull it out, and I think we're going to have a NFC West, NFC Championship. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Seahawks, I mean, Marshawn's been putting in the work up close to the goal line and he's uh, been short doing down right. situations. He's been doing all right for sure. And uh, Travis Homer, he's looking good. He's looking solid. He's looking like he can get the job done for the Seahawks. But if Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf can keep this shit up, uh, they're going to make a deep run. And I hope I, so. I hope you're right. Me and you picked uh, Seattle and Baltimore in the Super Bowl, so we need Seattle to keep keep pushing through. Let's get it. Let's talk about the uh, College Football National Championship. We're going to preview that because we have a set-in matchup, and it is Clemson, Trevor Lawrence and Clemson, back in the National Championship against the Heisman Trophy winner Joe Burrow and LSU. Uh, who you got, Tommy? You going Clemson, you going LSU. Tigers versus Tigers. Which one's the real Death Valley? You know, mm-hmm. who, who you rolling with? LSU. You going LSU? <laughs> Joe Barrow, oh my god, bro, he's a fucking beast. I agree. I just, yeah, he is. I mean, if you got a quarterback like him, how are you going to stop them? Clearly, they haven't been stopped yet, and I just feel like they're going to pull it out. Like, I no doubt in my mind, LSU's going to win. So, you're, how much do you think they're going to win by? You sound pretty confident. How, how many points are you going that, that LSU's going to pull out the dub? That's impossible. What are you thinking? 10? 10-point game? 21-point game? You sound like they're going to kick that ass. A 12-point game. 12-point game? You going for the 12-point over? Under? All right. I respect that. I'll try. try I can respect that. Who are you rolling with, T-Rich? I'm definitely going with LSU. You want LSU to win, or you think they're going to win? I'm going 32-20. Both? Both. 32-20? All right. What's your your over-under? What's your score prediction? I I think they can win by 21. 21 points. Yep. If you had a score, you think LSU is going to run it up? 41, less than that. 48-21. No, 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 48. <laughs> <laughs> 27. Uh, no, probably like, let's go. Hmm. How much do I think Clemson can put up on them? I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I really do. Go 35 56. 35 56. All right. LSU on top. Yeah. Uh, the Clemson defense is good. I, I don't want anyone to forget that. Clemson defense is good. I don't think they can I don't think they can stop LSU. I, I don't think so either. I think they got a receiver like number two. I don't I have no clue what his name is, but he's a fucking beast. Okay. And LSU, I'm I'm rolling with him. I think LSU's gonna come out on top. And if I had to guess a score, I would say 35-42 LSU. You think it's going to be a seven-point game? I think, I think it'll be closer than we think. Seven to 14 points, maybe. But uh, I'm going LSU on top. The only speculation I have is that Clemson was an underdog last year against Alabama. And they come out and put the fucking hammer on them. They did, but I, I don't know I don't know how convinced I am about Trevor Lawrence. I think you're right. He's been pretty inconsistent throughout the year. Uh, he's made it work. Clemson hasn't lost a game yet. So uh, we'll see how that one boils down. But I, we're all going LSU on this one. Tim. Rich, we're back with the Q&A. Uh, we have 
three questions that we picked, like always. Had a bunch of you throw in questions. We uh, we appreciate you all. For sure. For uh, sure. We're going to keep it anonymous like always. Like always, we're going to keep them anonymous. And uh, first question we picked was, what made you guys interested in politics? And uh, I think really just wanting to know more of what's going on and what impacts us when it comes to our careers and uh, our everyday life, really. I think that that definitely uh, interested me or made me want to be interested in politics, whether it's federally or locally, like I mentioned earlier. So uh, if, if I had to pick an answer, that's that's definitely what that, what, what that would be. Um, yeah, I'd have to agree with you on that. Um, I got into it when I seen the media completely freak out about Trump, and I was gonna see. I just like got into it to see what was going on. And I learned a lot. I learned a lot more about it, and seen that like a lot of it was bullshit. So um, I just wanted to see like what was going on, how it impacts our everyday life, what how it affects me, like with my money, what the government's about what it's used for what its purpose is all of that like i just wanted to know all about it everything yeah. i can learn no i'm totally with you i think that it's very important to know and uh, it's very important to stay woke as they say a lot of people get a lot have a lot of misconceptions of what the government's purpose is well politics in general too yeah they uh, don't they're just ignorant about it and believe everything they hear on cnn and you know Tommy sitting in on the podcast, and he even mentioned earlier uh, off air that even in school, uh, they are pushing one way. And I just think that I've heard that from multiple people, and I just think that that's a little extra. And there's no reason for that. Uh, you need to let the youth grow up and have their own views on things, and uh, do their own research. In my opinion, give them the tools to learn, not sway their opinion and brainwash them. For sure. Uh, second question we picked was, "What is your favorite beer?" And if I had to pick a favorite beer, and I don't want to sound like a pussy, but smoothest, uh, the one I drink the most, I'd probably have to go with Mick Ultra. Honestly, that's pretty good for real. I like it. I like that too. Um, I like Yingling, but that and Michelob Ultra would probably be definitely my top two. Okay, let's break this down into even, even more in depth. If you had to pick a light beer, what what light beer are you going with? Uh, Michelob for sure. For sure, yeah. If I had to pick a light beer, that's definitely what it would be. And if you had to pick a lager. What would you pick? Mm, that's a tough one. That uh, is a tough one. Hmm. You got Yangling, you got Budweiser, you got uh, Stella's, you got Corona, you got you got a lot of options. I here. definitely have to go with Yangling. You that's you okay. I respect that. I don't mind Yangling. Uh, if I had to go with one, I would probably pick a Stella Artois. Uh, that, that's definitely good too yeah that shit's good it's got a really good flavor to it and I've heard a lot of good things about the Yangling Gold Pilsner but uh, I have not tried it personally I've got one in the fridge you wanna try it yeah I wanna try it 
So I'm going to try this gold pilsner, and uh, we'll answer the third question that we uh, that we picked out. But tonight, we're drinking uh, Miller Lights, and yeah, so we're drinking some Miller Lights. I don't mind it. You know, the thing with beer is I love to change it up occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, like tonight, we're drinking Miller Lights. I think last weekend. Gold Pilsners. Gold Pilsners, yeah. I'm about, I just cracked that one open. I'm about to take a sip of it. But... Um, yeah, Miller Lights. I think I had some Bud Lights last weekend. We had some Bud Lights over New Year's. Yeah, I had. I've had like two or three of them. See what you think about it. Ooh, that's not bad. It's not bad. It's got. A, it's got a definitely different taste. That's got. Yeah, that's got a good taste to it. It's not too harsh, like uh, like most lagers are. Yeah. It's like a light lager almost. Oh, for sure. So, Tommy, I know you. Uh, you're a little underage, but uh, if you've ever tried a beer, what would your favorite one be? If you had to pick one. Have you ever had beer? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, well, sorry. Well, cat, cat's out of the bag. What would your favorite one be? I would have to say probably Bud Light. Bud Light? Okay. That's, good. That's a good one. That's a good one, especially for, I mean, I guess if you're underage. For sure. Yeah, I mean, look, when me and T-Rich were underage, we were drinking fucking Ice House. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not drinking fucking Ice House. Uh, warm Ice House at that. Six, seven dollars a 12-pack? I mean, come on now. Come on now. Uh, we could have done better. For sure. Third question we got, what is your total progress on Call of Duty Modern Warfare in Season 1? I think I've got to like 89, 90. On the battle pass, and like I'm at level 136, I think. That's some good numbers. Here's the thing I've been waiting for a Call of Duty question because we made it known that we play that, mm-hmm. and we're about to fucking play it all night. Oh, for tonight. Sure. But uh, yeah, it's it's a great game. Uh, my the progress, best Call of Duty that's came out in the past decade. Oh, in years. In years. I haven't had this much fun playing. Call of Duty in a long, long time. Since Modern Warfare 3. I think Modern Warfare 3 might be my favorite Call of Duty that's ever came out. Okay, I, I respect that, but I didn't play a lot of Modern Warfare 3, <clears throat> so I can't say the same. Modern Warfare 3 was an amazing game. If I, I had, had so many Moabs, dude. If I had to pick a Call of Duty that I was personally best at and I enjoyed the most, I would have to go with Call of Duty Black Ops. That was a great one. The original one too. Black Ops. That was an amazing one too. That would have to be probably my second or third favorite. See, if I had to pick an order, I would go Black Ops, Modern Warfare, Today, Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops 2, Modern Warfare 3. Okay. I didn't know if we were including today. Um, yeah, for sure. Including. Okay, then mine would probably go. Performance-wise. Mine would probably go modern... Well, performance-wise. I ain't talking about that. Um, I'm talking about just games in general. I'm talking about modern... I've got Modern Warfare 3 at 1, Modern Warfare at 2, the one that just came out this year. Probably Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops, then COD 4. I respect that. COD 4 was good. I didn't play the original one much. But uh, I that played. That was my first COD ever. Yeah, my first one was uh, Modern Warfare Two. <sighs> Excuse me, but I played a lot of remastered. 
And I really fucked with that one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Oh. But uh, progress-wise, in the new Modern Warfare, I, oh, damn, I can't stop bourbon. I uh, I think I'm level 129, and in Battle Pass tiers, I think I'm like 84, 85 out of 100. So I think there's less than 30 days left on the season, and it's double XP tonight and tomorrow night. So we're gonna get it. Oh. F- I better get it. I'm just, that's all I'm saying. That's that's my main goal. Uh, that's a, definitely a New Year's resolution, honestly. <laughs> Tommy, what's your progress looking like uh, in this Call of Duty? Uh, I'm thinking like level 96, and then my tier, I think I'm like 60 something. Okay. That's respectable. Yeah, it's not bad. You got a ways to go, but I understand. You play a lot of different games, so uh, oh, I respect that. Uh, let's get in and chast my ass. Let's go. Chaps my motherfucking ass. Let's get it. Let's go. You know, this is one of my favorite segments, and I've really been waiting for this one. And Tommy, if you had anything that chapped your ass this week, just let me know, and we, we can bring it up after we're done. But uh, <laughs> first thing I want to talk about was uneducation on uh, certain current events. Uneducation? Uneducation. And it's like... A lot of people put their two cents in when they don't do any kind of research, any, any kind of uh, uh, source citing, anything like that. And they have to put their two cents in on things that they don't really know much about. And it's just, they read the headlines like we were talking about earlier, and they automatically jump to answers because of that. They don't take the time to do any any type of research. And it, it really chaps my ass. Mm-hmm. Um, question, you know... Uneducation isn't a word, right? <laughs> I guess not. I don't know. I mean, you could have just said ignorance. That too. That too. Ignorance is definitely a uh, synonym for that. <laughs> Even though uneducation isn't a word. <laughs> I like the sound of it, though. So I'm going to roll with it. Pretty uh, sure it's not a word. Another thing that gets to me would probably be um, when people are like... <sighs> approaching you and like kind of giggling <laughs> like trying to get your attention or like saying something out loud like trying to trying to reel you in trying to bait you in the, yeah to like interact with funny. them yeah and it's just like just just say hey what's up man or uh hey man check like, this out dude you gotta see it yeah 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 it's like use your words <laughs> you know <laughs> you're a big boy use your words uh but the thing that most chapped my fucking ass would have to be nancy pelosi (laughs) and i cannot stand her i don't understand people who support her and are getting behind the ideas that she has or comes up with she looks like fucking bruce jenner okay and i cannot stand it she sounds like she's fucking drunk in every single press conference that she has she sounds uneducated and i just fucking hate it i hate it Mm-hmm. And she is the uh, congresswoman from a district that uh, it's one of the shittiest districts, no pun intended, <laughs> in the country, in San Francisco. We were talking earlier about how she hasn't handed over the documents to the Senate yet, mm-hmm. and she says she claims that she's like too busy, blah blah blah, whatever. 
but like she has time enough time to go to her hometown, attend 49ers games, and give press conferences on San Francisco and just talk about how well it's ran and shit like that. But it's like you literally have shit in the streets. And you have one of the uh, worst homeless problems. One in of the, the worst homeless problems, drug problems, needles everywhere, dirtiest fucking city uh, in the whole entire country. And it's like San Francisco is known for the fucking. It's like San Fran feces. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> right, it's just overrun with drugs and fucking poop. You know, shit, Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, if the, if I had to pick anything that chapped my ass the most, that's definitely what it would it would have to be. Um, you got anything else chapped your ass? Uh, mine would just be the way the media reacts to everything Trump does. Like, I hate that even when he does something good, they can't give him credit for it. It's immediately bad, regardless of whether it's good for the country or not. They rather support a terrorist than support Trump. That's true. It's it. That goes back to uneducation. I mean, honestly, like, you don't do the research, you listen to what you hear, and it's like, that's not accurate all the time. You know, you have to you have to look more in-depth to that. A lot deeper into it, not just listen to CNN or Fox News, actually do some research and see what's actually going on. For sure. You have to get to the roots of the problem. You have to get to the roots of the situation. Um not going to say you have to do all those things before you have your own take on things, but it would be uh, much appreciated by me myself if you did get to the roots and you get to the problem and you address it with an honest opinion instead of going off of what you hear on uh, on different things. So, yeah, I think that's all I have for Chats My Ass. Me too. Well, Jordan, episode number 23 in the books, a lot of people would say LeBron episode, but, you know, <laughs> we're going with Mike Jordan, six rings. So check us out uh, on our website. We post all our episodes there. We have our Amazon links. You can shop from those, get whatever you want. It helps us out a lot. Uh, just visit timandrichpodcast.wordpress.com. Uh, you know, like I said, use the Amazon links, and you can listen to the episodes from there. Follow us on Twitter, at timandrich. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Tim and Rich underscore podcast, and check out our Facebook page. It is uh, Tim and Rich Podcast. So check us out all platforms uh, on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it. Leave us a five star rating and uh, a nice review. We love you guys, and we'll catch you next week Mwah. for our Kobe episode. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>